Section 20 of the Handy Cyclopedia of Things Worth Knowing. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recorded by Julian Jameson. The Handy Cyclopedia of Things Worth Knowing by Joseph Trianons. Published in 1911. Working Men Easily Gulled Who Fought for King George in 1776? Working People What interest did they have in being ruled by him? None. Why, then, did they risk their lives for him? Because he hired them. Where did the king get the money to pay them? By taxing them. Then they really paid themselves for fighting. Certainly. In every war ever fought, the working people paid the expenses. Quote, what constitutes a state? Men who their duties know, but know their rights, and, knowing, dare maintain. Unquote. Jones. Jefferson's Political Policy 1. Legal Equality of All Human Beings 2. The people, the only source of power. 3. No hereditary offices, nor order of nobility, nor title. 4. No unnecessary taxation. 5. No national banks or bonds. 6. No costly splendor of administration. 7. Freedom of thought and discussion. 8. Civil authority superior to the military. 9. No favored classes, no special privileges, no monopolies. 10. Free and fair elections, universal suffrage. 11. No public money spent without warrant of law. 12. No mysteries in government hidden from the public eye. 13. Representatives bound by the instructions of their constituents. 14. The Constitution of the United States, a special grant of powers, limited and definite. 15. Freedom, sovereignty, and independence of the respective states. 16. Absolute severance of church and state. 17. The Union a compact, not a consolidation, nor essentialization. 18. Moderate salaries, economy, and strict accountability. 19. Gold and silver currency, supplemented by treasury notes bearing no interest and bottomed on taxes. 20. No state banks of issue. 21. No expensive navy or diplomatic establishment. 22 a progressive or graduated tax laid upon wealth. 23. No internal revenue system, a complete separation of public monies from bank funds. Presidents of the United States Declaration of Independence, July 4, 1776 General Washington, First President, 1789 and 1793 John Adams, 1797. 
Thomas Jefferson, 1801 and 1805. James Madison, 1809 and 1813. James Monroe, 1817 and 1821. John Quincy Adams, 1825. General Andrew Jackson, 1829 and 1833. Martin Van Buren, 1837. General William Henry Harrison, died 4th April, 1841. John Tyler, elected as Vice President, 1841. James Knox Polk, 1845. General Zachary Taylor, died 9th July, 1850, 1849. Millard Fillmore, elected as Vice President, 1850. General Franklin Pierce, 1853. James Buchanan, 1857. Abraham Lincoln, assassinated 14th April, 1865, 1861, and 1865. Andrew Johnson, elected as Vice President, 1865. General Ulysses S. Grant, 1869 and 1873. Rutherford B. Hayes, 1877. General J. Abram Garfield, died 19th September, 1881, 1881. General Chester A. Arthur, elected as V. Prez, 1881. Grover Cleveland, 1885. Benjamin H. Harrison, 1889. Grover Cleveland, 1893. William McKinley, elected, 1897. Re-elected, 1901. Assassinated September 14, 1901. Theodore Roosevelt, elected vice president, 1901. Became president September 14, 1901. Theodore Roosevelt, elected, 1905. William H. Taft, 1909. Facts about the Liberty Bell. Cast by Thomas Lester, Whitechapel, London. Arrived in Philadelphia in August 1752. First used in State House, Philadelphia, August 27, 1752. Twice recast by Pass and Snow, Philadelphia to repair crack. September, 1752. Muffled and told, October 5, 1765, on arrival of ship Royal Charlotte, with stamps. Muffled and told, October 31, 1765, when Stamp Act was put in operation. Summoned meeting to prevent landing of cargo of tea from the ship Polly, December 27, 1774. Summoned meeting of patriots, April 25, 1775, after Battle of Lexington. Proclaimed Declaration of Independence and the Birth of a New Nation at Great Ratification Meeting, July 8, 1776. First journey from Philadelphia made in September 1777 to Allentown, Pennsylvania, to escape capture by the British. Returned June 27, 1778. Proclaimed Treaty of Peace, April 16, 1783. Told for the death of Washington, 
December 26, 1799. Rung on the fiftieth anniversary of the Declaration of Independence, July 4, 1826. Last used in tolling for the death of John Marshall, July 8, 1835. Principal Tours to New Orleans in 1885, Chicago, 1893, Atlanta, 1895, Boston, 1902, St. Louis, 1904. How the Presidents Died George Washington's death was the result of a severe cold, contracted while riding around his farm in a rain and sleet storm on December 10, 1799. The cold increased and was followed by a chill, which brought on acute laryngitis. He died at the age of sixty-eight, on December fourteenth, seventeen ninety-nine. John Adams died from old age, having reached his ninety-first milestone. Though active mentally, he was nearly blind and unable to hold a pen steadily enough to write. He passed away without pain, on July fourth, eighteen twenty-six. Thomas Jefferson died at the age of eighty-three, a few hours before Adams, on July fourth, eighteen twenty-six. His disease was chronic diarrhea, superinduced by old age, and his physicians had the too free use of the waters of the white sulphur springs. James Madison also died of old age, and peacefully, on June 28, 1836. His faculties were undimmed to the last. He was eighty-five. James Monroe's demise, which occurred in the seventy-third year of his age, on July 4, 1831, was assigned to enfeebled health. John Quincy Adams was stricken with paralysis on February 21, 1848, while addressing the Speaker of the House of Representatives, being at the time a member of Congress. He died in the rotunda of the Capitol. He was 81 years of age. Andrew Jackson died on June 8, 1845, 78 years old. He suffered from consumption and finally dropsy which made its appearance about six months before his death. Martin Van Buren died on July 24, 1862, from a violent attack of asthma, followed by catarrhal affections of the throat and lungs. He was eighty years of age. William Henry Harrison's death was caused by pleurisy, the result of a cold, which he caught on the day of his inauguration. This was accompanied with severe diarrhea, which would not yield to medical treatment. He died on April 4, 1841, a month after his inauguration. He was 68 years of age. John Tyler died on January 17, 1862, at the age of 72. Cause of death? Bilious colic. James K. Polk was stricken with a slight attack of cholera in the spring of 1849, while on a boat going up the Mississippi River. Though temporarily relieved, he had a relapse on his return home, and died on June 15, 1849, aged fifty-four years. Zachary Taylor was the second president to die in office. He is said to have partaken immoderately of ice water and iced milk, and then later of a large quantity of cherries. The result was an attack of cholera morbus. He was sixty-six years old. Millard Fillmore died from a stroke of paralysis on March 8th. 1874, in his 74th year. Franklin Pierce's death was due to abdominal dropsy, and occurred on October 8, 1869, in the 65th year of his age. James Buchanan's death occurred on June 1, 1868, and was caused by rheumatic gout. 
he was seventy-seven years of age. Abraham Lincoln was shot by J. Wilkes Booth at Ford's Theatre, Washington, D.C., on April 14, 1865, and died the following day, aged fifty-six. Andrew Johnson died from a stroke of paralysis, July 31, 1875, aged sixty-seven. U.S. Grant died of cancer of the tongue at Mount McGregor, New York, July 3, 1885. James A. Garfield was shot by Charles J. Guiteau on July 2, 1881, died September 19, 1881. Chester A. Arthur, who succeeded Garfield, died suddenly of apoplexy in New York City, November 18, 1886. Rutherford B. Hayes died January 17, 1803, the result of a severe cold contracted in Cleveland, Ohio. Benjamin Harrison died March 13, 1901. Cause of death? Pneumonia. William McKinley was assassinated September 14, 1901. Grover Cleveland died on June 24, 1908, of debility, aged 71. End of section 20